0: Hello, and welcome to Thrive, a podcast that gives you strategies and inspiration to help you
1: live your best life. Learn from us, two cancer survivors, as we show you how we don't just survive, but thrive. Hi, I'm Dara Kurtz, creator of crazyperfectlife.com, a place to go to help you find meaning each day, and author of the book Crush Cancer, the book I needed when I heard those terrifying words, you have cancer, available on Amazon.
0: Hi, I'm Garth Callahan. I am a 7 time cancer thriver. But more importantly, I am also the original napkin notes dad. I've been writing notes to my daughter, Emma, and sticking them into her lunch ever since kindergarten. I'm surprised at how I come up with podcast topics. Aren't you, Dara? I mean, I just come up with these.
1: Well, I think you and I both kind of read a lot, think a lot, are very introspective. And so I think we're always kind of like, hey, this could be a cool podcast topic. So am I really surprised, Dara? (laughs) No.
0: So sometimes my podcast topics have that that hard left turn that you wouldn't necessarily think about coming from Garth. And there were a couple of things that happened over the past two or three weeks that just kind of converged into me. And for one reason or another said, Garth, you know, you really need to do a podcast about this. And so the podcast topic today is not to be really blunt, but hope is dead or hope is useless. I don't even know what to say but hope is just not helpful.
1: I think you need to elaborate on it because <laughs> yeah. right now people are going, what I know. the hell? Of I course know. hope is not dead. So I go.
0: Yeah, so I'll tell you two of the three things that brought me to this point. One is that I was having a conversation with somebody and they kind of offhandedly said, oh, I really hope that blah, blah, blah happens. And I looked at the person and I know this person pretty well. And said, you know, what have you done to make that happen? And he said, oh, nothing. I'm just, you know, I was kind of hoping to get that promotion. And I'm like.
1: I'm hoping that I can wave a magic wand over my head and sprinkle pixie dust. And then all of my dreams will come true. Exactly.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And so I was like, I understand. But that's kind of like. I know that I've told this joke before, at least to you, I'll make this one brief, but there's this guy, Adam, he's 88 years old and he's, you know, at the end of his life and he's like, you know, I hope that I win the lottery. I hope I win the lottery. And he went to church every day and he prays and he's like, God, I really want to win the lottery. And every day he doesn't win.
1: And he doesn't buy a lottery ticket.
0: Well, and a year later, he's finally like, oh God, you know, I really want to win the lottery help me out here. And, you know, that's when the thunder starts and the clouds part and you hear this booming voice from heaven. And he's like, Adam, meet me Mm -hmm. halfway and buy a ticket.
1: Love it. That's so funny. You actually hadn't told me that before. So that's, yeah, I love that. It's a
0: really common joke, right? And, yeah. and so I had this conversation with my friend and I was thinking, okay, hope isn't helping you in this. And hope I think is one of those emotions that Helps bridge you from a fear to a non-fear place, or a cautious place to an uncautious place, right? And and that emotion is in fact very important. But I was also listening to TED Talks Radio TED um, from NPR, and I love I listen to that show every week. And I was listening to a teenager talk about the environment. And how she was talking about this in her TED Talk about some things that were going on. And this is what Greta said. And her name is Greta Thunberg. And she's at Greta Thunberg on Twitter. Part of her TED Talk was, when we start to act, hope is everywhere. So instead of looking for hope, look for action. Then the hope will come. And I thought, you know what? I love the sentiment behind that. And between the conversation I was having and something else that happened in my life and this TED Talk, I thought, oh, we really need to talk about this. Because think about when, you know, Dara, I'm sure that you had a similar experience. When I was first diagnosed with cancer, all I had in the beginning was hope.
1: Yeah, I never want anyone to think that we are saying that, that hope is dead. Because truthfully, we're not saying that. Right, I'm saying in it's fact- very important, but... Well, I, I think that hope is such an important emotion to have because it might be what gets someone out of bed in the morning. It might be what empowers someone to take that action, to move forward, to help themselves. But what you're saying is you can't just make a wish. You have to have a plan. You right. have to take action to go along with it. So hope, that's hope, kind of what we're, what you're saying. Right. Hope bridges you. Yeah. Well, you know that saying, and I love that, fam- that quote, a goal without a plan is a wish. So right. if you are thinking about doing something, but you really don't have a plan to elevate yourself to move forward and, and actually get it done, you're, it is just going to be a wish.
0: It, it's kind of like when my wife says, Garth, I hope you'd clean out the garage. But there's no plan there, right? And Garth yeah. hasn't bought yeah. into it and the garage still looks like a mess.
1: But she can still hope, right? She can still hang on to that hope.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's hanging on, baby.
1: (laughs) She's hanging on, baby. But I never want anyone to ever think that we're saying travel through your day without having hope because I think hope is such an important emotion to have. We're just saying acknowledge or identify what you're hopeful about and then help yourself Get the desired outcome.
0: Right, right. Do something that will help move you in that direction. So, um, what do you
1: think? What do you think would be a good first step for someone? Let's say that someone says, "I hope that I am going to feel healthier tomorrow." Let's say someone says that. I hope I'm going to feel healthier tomorrow. What would well, be a good first step?
0: I, I think the person needs to acknowledge what in their life might make them feel unhealthy and figure out what's a step that I can take to reverse that trend. You know, maybe they don't let, let's pick sleep because we know that Americans are,
1: well, Americans are unhealthy too, Garth.
0: Y- yes. But you know, so we don't sleep well, we don't, we don't sleep enough and we don't sleep well. So what is something that you could do to turn that tide? And the, the answer is probably different for everybody. Right. Whether it's using a a mask or a white noise machine or going to bed earlier or not drinking caffeine, you know, don't drink your Mountain Dew at seven o'clock at night. Uh,
1: (laughs) You know, it's interesting because I have actually been trying to go to sleep earlier. I've been wanting to get into bed at 945. And I do think that that would be a really good, suitable bedtime for me, but it's summertime and that means my kids are around and everything just feels a lot later and I even have it on my phone like every night to go off at like 9 30 go to sleep at 9 45 get ready for bed but and every night or every day I'm kind of like I hope I go to bed at 9:45 tonight but you know what I mean I can hope all I want but if I'm not fully committed if I'm not fully committed to saying okay I'm gonna get my body into my bedroom then it's not going to happen
0: right right and
1: so you kind of have to take ownership
0: you do and, and in some cases that ownership might require a partner or a team absolutely right and that's okay but what i would want for anybody is to recognize that their hope is a desire for a particular outcome
1: and that's a good thing to pay attention to because absolutely. that means that that means that you're actually. Signaling something to yourself about what your desires are, what you really want.
0: Right, and so what can you do to make that next step happen? What is it? A project without a plan is a goal
1: without a plan is a wish.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of
1: the same thing. It it, it is the
0: same thing. So you know, are you writing down, for lack of a better term, your hopes and dreams? Right, and I would
1: I would guess that most people don't.
0: Oh, and. I think I know the number one reason why they don't because that's okay. really, it's scary.
1: Yeah, it is scary. Right. Cause it's... that means you have to be <clears throat> honest about what you currently have, accepting where you are. And you might not want to admit that you might not have all the things that you had hoped to have where yeah. at, 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 wherever you are in your life right now.
0: And it's opening yourself up to failure.
1: Hashtag vulnerability. Right.
0: I If I write down, I want to lose 16 pounds. Not that that number means anything to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't come up with a random number very exactly. Did I, if I don't write it down and I, if
1: accountability, I don't,
0: I, I don't have to worry about not doing it. And if I write it down and I only lose 14 pounds, m- many of us have been trained to view that as a failure. Not I agree. as a, hey, yay. You know, I'll, I'll give you a great example. I was talking to my mom recently and she was talking about how many people showed up for her little tiny parish, right? Think about this little tiny town of 670 people. How many Catholics are there, right? There's like mm-hmm. five churches, five different denominations around the town. And she was commenting about how few people attended confirmation ceremony this week with the bishop in town, right? That's a big deal. Okay. And immediately, I said, Mom, you're looking at this all wrong. You need to word it like, hey, you know, it was really awesome that we had at least 20 people show up that weren't directly tied to the confirmation ceremony.
1: Garth, how old is your mother?
0: She's 76.
1: So you're actually getting frustrated that your 76 year old mother didn't calculate the percentage of no, people. No, 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 okay. no. no <laughs> what I'm
0: getting, what I was getting frustrated was, was that she said, you know, only 20 people showed up.
1: Right. It was, she was being a glass half empty instead right. of a glass and, half full. But that, yeah, and
0: yeah. And, 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 and so when you talk about your hopes and your dreams and, and things like that and opening yourself up to vulnerability and failure, you want to make sure that if you you know, if you set a goal, I want thirty people to show up for this and twenty people do, well, that's still probably successful. Absolutely. Or, right. I want to lose sixteen pounds and I lost fourteen. Oh. Okay. That was still that's still very a very successful venture.
1: A hundred percent. I agree with you. We are gonna take a break to talk about our sponsor for this podcast, and when we come back. We're going to talk about some more of our hopes and our dreams. So this episode of the podcast is sponsored by the Crush Cancer online course, a 10 module online program that you can watch from your home. It's little videos with worksheets that go along with each module. It is regularly one ninety-seven, but with your coupon code THRIVE, you will receive 50% off and that means you will get the whole course for $99. The 10 modules talk about things such as you didn't ask for cancer, but now we have to deal with it to thinking about yourself as a survivor, establishing a mantra, physical and emotional changes, fear versus faith, creating a daily self-care practice, and so many more things. You can check it out by going to crazyperfectlife.com and clicking on the Crush Cancer online course. Okay, getting back to talking about hope, Garth, I've got a question for you. Okay. Okay, right now, we have not talked about this before. I want you to tell our audience three hopes that you have right now in your life.
0: Oh. And um,
1: don't, no, don't yeah. think too hard either. Like, look I, I, think, hope, I
0: hope that the Napkin Notes book movie production actually happens.
1: Yes, I will second that. You've been I, looking for that for a long-ass time. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> I hope that my family can continue to have a good together summer. I love that. And I hope that my mom and sister reconcile. So they've, they've actually not had a very good time at their relationship for about a year now.
1: Okay. I like everything you just said, and I hope all of those things happen for you. I do want to just point out something. Okay. You can control the type of summer that you have with your family Mm -hmm. you can control that's really all you can control about those three things I know did you do that intentionally I did not okay so weren't you just talking a minute ago about it's important to have hope but that you have to take action as well
0: yeah so So
1: what actions can you take about number one and number three
0: so I think on number one I could cajole right I could I could call my agent and say, hey, what's up with this? Yeah,
1: you can bug the shit out of them. But I don't
0: know that my bugging would actually help.
1: But it will make you feel better.
0: It it would make me feel better Um, because I'm an input type of person. Like, I just want to know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I think you should do that.
0: Have you had to scrap the fourth screenplay because it was so bad and start fresh again? I don't know, right?
1: I definitely think you should put on your calendar like every two months (laughs) so you don't forget call follow up bug whatever you know okay so that's okay that's something you can do
0: in regards to my sister and my mom i think that
1: you could encourage each one individually i
0: I could yeah um and one of the reasons why i haven't is that the situation for me is so unpalatable okay and i don't want to address it i don't want that extra stress in my life
1: I can understand that, but it's also, you don't need that. Right. but But it's
0: also very stressful to hear things like my mom went to have cataract surgery and my sister didn't drive her, you know, she had to get a friend to drive her to it.
1: Yeah. I think a little bit, you should get involved. You could consider getting involved and just telling your sister a little bit and telling your mom a little bit and maybe asking them to kind of be grown ups a little bit, but there's not a whole lot you can't control what someone else does. And so at some point you might need to just recognize that. You know?
0: I do. And yeah. and it's, it's heartbreaking for me because I live so far away. I, I understand. I feel very responsible, yeah. right? So I do want to do something, but I also, you know, I don't know that I'm ready. Um, I
1: hear you. I hear you. Okay. But, well, thank you for sharing that with us.
0: So again, you know, there is some action, right? And that action might make me feel better
1: it'll make you feel like you're doing something.
0: Right. And it's okay to fail, right? In all all of those. Absolutely. Yes. It's so much better to have tried and not succeeded than kind of wish and wonder.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think, and you know, people always say that only things I regret in my life are the things I never really had the courage to try. But honestly, I'm almost 48. My birthday will be soon. And I can honestly say that the that a lot of times things that I do regret are things I didn't have the courage to try. So that is yeah. so true.
0: And, better, and better
1: to try and fail than always wonder 100%, right. right? Those
0: are the things that you always kind of, they stick in the back of your head. Yeah,
1: you remember them. You're like, why didn't I do that?
0: Right. Yeah. You know, and I think I talk about this, you know, when I talk about trying out for different types of sports, I don't remember most of the times that I tried out for a sports team and made it.
1: Yeah, but you remember the times you either tried out and didn't make it or, or you the, didn't try or out. Or the
0: time where I just didn't even bother.
1: Yep, I get that totally.
0: I think what I would wish and hope for anybody listening is that they, they really understand the sentiment behind what I said when I started, which is hope, it is a bridge. And it's a signal to you that you should be doing something. If you have hope in your heart for something, do what you can. And again, some, some things are just so out of your control that you can't necessarily influence, but you can pray about it. I mean, that's a, a basic thing. You could, you know, think about it. You could write down the first step of what you want to do. And And a
1: lot of times just taking that first step is really all you have to take because then you build momentum and the second step and then the third step sort of come. And so if there's something out there that you as our listeners are contemplating and you really hope to have happen in your life, we encourage you to figure out what that first step is and actually take it. Consider this your little shove a little bit (laughs) to go into the right direction.
0: I wrote something a couple of years ago and it's been sitting on the back burner for two years because I couldn't figure out. What the first sentence should be and in my mind the first sentence was the most important part of that entire document it was only about a thousand words but it doesn't do any good hoping for it right it was sitting on the back burner and so a few weeks ago i took it out and i started saying the first sentence over and over i said it out loud i said it in my head i wrote it down because i knew that the first sentence that i had was garbage or mm-hmm. it didn't have the punch that i wanted it to have and out of the blue the first sentence popped into my head it wasn't because it was on the back burner and that i was hoping it was because i was saying what i had originally written so many times that my brain finally came to me and said hey garth you know you're a moron but thank you for (laughs) kicking me into gear here's what your first sentence should look like
1: you were making an effort to work on it right yeah
0: and it was not much more than thought really but again it it was in action
1: Putting intentional energy into that space really does matter. I agree. Do you have a napkin note for us today?
0: I do. I do. And so interestingly enough, I because I have this feeling about hope, I don't really have a lot of napkin notes with the word hope in it. But I found one that is similar. And it's a quote that's attributed to Pope Francis. Mm. I don't know if he actually said it or not, but it's attributed to him. And this is what it says. And I And I think I've talked about this before. First you pray for the hungry, then you feed them. That's Mm -hmm. how prayer works.
1: I love that. Right.
0: And so, you know. Very cool. There are so many people that are kind of caustic about things in the news when somebody offers up thoughts and prayers. You see all those people are like, well, those thoughts and prayers, how are they helping you? And again, I think that this quote adequately symbolizes that bridge, right? That hope yeah, first you hope for the hungry that they won't be hungry anymore. And then you go ahead and feed them. That's how they're not going to be hungry anymore.
1: You show uh, up, you do your part. Right. I love that. So instead of a thriving tip today, we've got a thriving challenge. Ooh. Which is, I know, right? We're changing it up. Um, so the thriving challenge is everyone really be honest. And just like I asked Garth a second ago, I said, come up with three things that you really hope. Come up with three things that you really hope for your own life and then figure out what that first step would be, what that first action would be, and do it.
0: Write that's, them down.
1: That's the thriving challenge. And then,
0: and then write down what? that first step.
1: Yeah. And you know, email us and tell us or tag us on social media. But this is something that I think can really change your life for the good if you take the time to actually think about it.
0: So many people, they look at journaling or writing things down like that as a, I don't know, mumbo jumbo or hocus pocus, but I, I'm a firm believer of if it's not written down, it doesn't exist.
1: Yeah. I think you and I are definitely, look, there's nothing Garth and I (laughs) like more than good paper and pens, (laughs) which we'll talk about in a, in a future episode, but do this for yourself. And email us, let us know, because we care and we would love to hear what you want from your life.
0: And even more importantly, we'll schedule a time where we revisit this and we can talk about the successes that come out of this.
1: Ooh, that would be fun. Maybe we'll have you as a guest on our podcast.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. So we need to write this down in 90 days. We talk about Garth's hopes and wishes, and then whoever has the courage to share it with us via email or social media, you might be a surprise guest on the Thrive Podcast.
1: That's right. So tag Napkin Notes and tag Crazy Perf Life on Instagram and Crazy Perfect Life on Facebook. But of course all that's in the show notes. So you will be able to click on it and make it easy for yourself. I love it. See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening. Thrive is created with the hope that we help you develop motivation and inspiration to make your life remarkable. You can find out more about me at napkinnotesdad.com.
1: I invite you to get my free audio download, Reclaim Your Life, at crazyperfectlife.com with tips and tools to help you feel your best. It would mean so much to us if you shared this with your friends and family and left us a review on iTunes. Remember, you deserve to thrive. Thrive Podcast is copyrighted by Dara and Garth.